Welcome to the Reset Podcast with Kirk Elliott, PhD, where every week we integrate politics, economics, and legislation that will impact your investment portfolios and lives. In doing this, we can reset our expectations so we can invest with wisdom, discernment, and confidence. Sit back, listen, and learn as we go on the journey of navigating through the economic jungle together. Hey gang, Scott McKay here, Patriot Street Fighter. Many of you seen this on a multitude of channels. Patriot Street Fighter 15, of course, is my uh, new YouTube channel. Uh, we are now operational, multiple platforms now with the help of me- American Media Periscope. So thank you, John Michael Chambers and Drew and the gang over there making this happen while I'm on the road. And you guys do know that I am moving around quite a bit around the country on this tour. Apologize that I'm not getting to see you nightly at the same time. Um, I really thought that I'd be able to get live streams done, at least have them ready to go premiere every night. Um, None of that's happened because this thing has just been explosive time-wise. We have an incredible tour out here. It's truly the most epic thing I could have ever expected. Uh, You people are alive and well. America is kicking and uh, we are formulating a comeback of we the people in this country. Had an opportunity to grab literally 30 minutes today to jump on the schedule of Dr. Kirk Elliott. Wanted to get another economic update. I got some questions for him, some things I'm seeing out here, some pressures that I'm hearing from the people out there financially. Crazy things going on in California where they can't even have restaurants open in hotels because they can't find people to work. So I want to ask him some of those things. And that certainly makes it an incredible landscape for what I've been doing with him and sovereign advisors in terms of uh, certainly capital preservation of the coming changes to the new economy. So looking to see if we can get Dr. Kirk Elliott here in the screen. Say hello to him. Hey, Scott, it's great to be with you. My friend, it's great to see you. I'm so disappointed that I could not roll this thing through Denver as I had planned these schedule changes because I wanted to sit down and have coffee and a lunch with you. Uh, certainly your treat, of course, that was going to be the best part of it, but I couldn't make that work. That's right. <laughs> and I was hoping for a motorcycle ride with you, but you know what? We'll save that for another time. Well, you know, we're going to continue this tour after the first leg here because I think January 24th, I believe, uh, I intend if we can continue to raise the funds to keep this tour going for the second leg, I intend to do that. Uh, people have been very gracious donating to PayPal and, and checks and all those things. But certainly now that I've been blessed to meet you and learn about what you've done, take that step into uh, doing business with you as well as uh, referring you to some of the people that, that are following our channel. Um, you've made it very clear to me that Patriot Street Fighter Nation uh, also is alive and well there because we had a tremendous, I was going to say a tremendous response, but a massive response um, from, from the last show we did. So those of you folks who reached out to talk to Dr. Kirk, now you know what I'm talking about. You found uh, what I said to be true. He's an incredible man. Uh, the integrity, the knowledge base of what he's been doing for 25 years. Uh, I don't, I don't easily 
align my name with anyone, as most people know out there, um, and fly not flying solo the whole way through this operation, um, but certainly aligning myself with you and, and uh, the likes of Mike Adams down there at Health Ranger, um, Doctor um, Vladimir Zietzer in Los Angeles with a CBD operation. Um, I like to fly, uh, you know, where the Eagles do, and you certainly are one of those. And uh, I'm honored to link up with you, sir. But let's jump right into this. Um, the tour is going great. Um, the folks are a little, the natives are restless because they don't see me because it's been way busier than I could have imagined. But I knew today when I got a little bit of sleep, which I'm very sleep deprived, so forgive forgive these things. <laughs> uh, I just, uh, I knew I had to get to you today with some of the things I'm hearing out there, the, the, the economic pressures or concerns that I'm hearing from some of the people out there. California, you can't even get people to work here at the Hilton restaurants. They don't have the restaurant open because they can't get people to work because they're paying them to stay home here in California. The governor, government, it's amazing. So that's going to bring some things to the economy, which maybe you can help shape uh, that picture on what what it looks like and what we're looking at coming up here in the, in the extremely near future. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a problem. Um, I have clients in New Jersey who are saying the same thing. So it's on both coasts and everywhere in between. People are not working because why would you if the government's giving you money for doing nothing, right? And this is this is the problem for some of the entry-level wage earners, right? It's like, why why would I go to work when I can actually make more by sitting at home because the government's just handing out money? It's like, okay, so so the government, you know, the Biden administration is saying, hey, look, we're helping the economy. We're paying out. We're All they're doing is, is trying to buy votes is, is what's happening because when you use public money to actually think that you're growing the economy, that's not the same as private sector money actually being spent because it's taxpayer dollars. And this is why we've got this ballooning mushroom cloud of a, of a budget deficit, right? Every single year. And it's getting worse and worse and worse and worse. This is why interest rates started to climb, Scott, about six weeks ago, is because the rest of the world looks at our, our, our U.S. treasuries as almost like getting into junk bond. It's like, okay, we used to be the bellwether 30-year treasury bond, right? The American U.S. treasuries was what everybody looked for. So you could have these low rates because there was very little risk um, to, and so therefore you needed a small reward. But now that wire rates climbing, it's not because the economy is growing. It's because the rest of the world says, hey, America, people aren't working. You have no revenues. You've got all these exploding debts. And so therefore we need higher rates of return to basically compensate us for the risk that we're taking by investing in U.S. Treasuries. This, this whole pickle that we're starting to see of people not working is just some of the evidence that, that something is really really broken. And, and we've gone down the road. I'd have to say we're going down the road of the Roman Empire, right? They did not collapse from external forces. They collapsed from within because the weight of the entitlement system actually destroyed them from within. So when you look back at when, when Rome fell, one third of the, of the populace of Rome was on some kind of government entitlements. Scott, one third. Well, where are we? <laughs> We're pushing 80 percent, 80 percent of all our federal revenues are now going out to Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, welfare assistance programs of some sort. 80 percent. Rome fell 
when a third of the population was receiving government benefits because they could not afford it. So, so here's where, where we've got a serious problem. And the fact that people aren't working is, is bonkers. I mean, there is now over 28 states where you can make more on, on welfare by not working than you can with a minimum wage job. This is a problem. They're, they're paying people not to work. It's not how you grow economy. That's how you sink the ship because of increasing government welfare programs. Right. Well, I'll tell you, you know, you look at this. Um, I've been sort of an armchair econ- economist quarterback for probably 25 years. I had economics in college. I think your Ph.D. might be in. Is it economics or public policy? Basically the same thing. But I can tell you this. Um it's really not it's not rocket science to understand economics. And the simple fact is when you have a certain amount of wealth that exists, okay, a finite amount of wealth that exists, but now somebody starts <clears throat> going out here and minting fake gold, right? Putting metal together, spraying it with gold, putting it into the into the marketplace, into the economy, basically going to make it's gonna there, there's something something has to so if people can understand this, I would say this. If you know that that is not good on the basis level, it doesn't make any sense. Somebody's getting ripped off or screwed somewhere by taking metal, spray painting it gold. If we weren't working on paper notes, which could be like even silver notes, these things where silver doesn't even exist, you're selling silver notes, something's going to give. How do you protect yourself from that? That you're going to take your money away from the guy who's creating metal, spray painting it, gold, selling it to you or, or giving you access to it, which is a, cr- a crime in itself, which is the federal government, which is the Treasury doing the same damn thing by just printing money that has no value paper. The only thing that I think that could be the, the, the firewall for any of that, obviously, is going to buy the real metal itself. Now, in this economy, right, if it's just paper they're, they're printing and they're handing this worthless paper to people to use to buy goods and services, which has no value, and when the perception finally hits that it doesn't really have value, then things are going to go bad. In my opinion, the only thing that's going to protect people from that is certainly to, to, you know, I say this all the time, wealth accumulation is not my strength. Capital preservation is, but in an economy like we're talking about this and mounting inflationary pressure that's coming, they're going to be one of the same. Capital is preserved and wealth accumulation is going to come on the tails of what we're going to see here, whether it's because of the policies that they have in place right now. Now or because of the transition to the new economy, which is going to be beneficial to the world. That's kind of how I see it. I see it 100% the same way. And, and you know, why are, why are people starting to counterfeit gold is because everyone's looking for it, right? It's like, oh, let's capitalize on this. This is why it's important where you buy it, right? It's like, okay, I wouldn't buy anything from Craigslist. I wouldn't buy anything from eBay, right? I wouldn't buy anything from a foreign country because you can't validate the source. But here in North America, through the U.S. depository system and so forth, it's like you don't have to worry about it. I mean, they have so many checks and balances. It's counterfeit has never been an issue. Now, you're going to Malaysia, India, Indonesia, China, right? It's okay. It's probably counterfeit, quite honestly. But but we don't have to worry about it here in North America as long as you're buying it from a reputable source. And again, 
I would be very careful of, and I, cause I've got people calling me all the time and say, Hey Kirk, I found this, this uh, amazing good deal on, on gold on eBay. It's like, <clears throat> really, that's not a good deal. It's probably fake. You know, you know, if it's too good to be true, it is. So, um, you know, we, we've just let the buyer beware. Right. But, but what we've got here is, is metals exploding in value because of the economic conditions that, that you just talked about. What causes gold and silver to go up? Well, we've got um, unsustainable debt. That's one thing. You've got, an, actually for years, it's been an expectation of a turnaround in the interest rate cycle. It did turn around. We've now got rising rates. You've got political turmoil, chaos, uncertainty, turbulence, change. See, the, the stock market does not like change. It likes consistency so people can have expectations for a future return that are consistent and reliable, right? Gold and silver operate on a different different level. They thrive on chaos because when, when there's chaos and uncertainty and turbulence, people pull out of the stock market because of that mentality that they want consistency and they go into something that actually thrives during those conditions. It's part of the reason why gold and silver are going up so much. Is it's, a, it's a psychological decision, right? It's like we want safety. We want something that's real. We want something that, that there's accountability behind. It's hard to manipulate um, physical. It's hard to manipulate the physical markets. It's easy to manipulate anything that's digital or paper, Scott. And this is why I am pushing for asset preservation like you shout from the rooftops, if physical gold and silver is really the only way to do it because it's very hard to manipulate the physical market. What? Yeah, and you look at some of these people. <clears throat> if I would have any concerns for people out there that have their money sitting in a place that may not guarantee their, their long-term life projection, I, I put this in the same camp as when we saw, saw Obama and company come in after the Bush cabal had tanked the economy as they did, setting up the world where we had a massive real estate implosion. Um, and, of course, people lost everything. Many people started printing money at the Fed, seven, maybe more, seven, maybe it's $21 trillion. They printed it, and they sent all this money out to the Federal Reserve banks around the world, did nothing for the consumer, for the American citizen. And what did we see happen? We saw people that spent 25, 30, maybe 40 years at General Motors. And how did they get forked over? These people had their retirements wiped out. And then the government comes in and starts buying out the company and handing it over to the union workers or you know, the give backs to all the people that helped Obama get elected. Most important thing is that people understand, I don't care what president it is outside of the one we had Trump and the one we had decades ago, which was Reagan, um, from an economic standpoint, these people do not care about the people, period. They just don't. And are, they always seem to me to be setting up the the weather vane to turn against the people. But one thing I would hate to see in what we have coming at us is that Americans, not just one industry or one company, uh, suffers what they did back in 2008 where they lost their retirements. They play, they're 70 years old. They lost their retirements and they thought they were going to have a nice, a reasonably nice life moving forward. And, and they just got literally burned to the ground. I think the only thing that'll like people, I know we talk about people that have IRAs and are invested in different things in the stock market. 
I know for me, I've never invested in the stock market. I'm not saying it's a bad thing to do. Uh, for me personally, it seems like it's always a gamble and somebody has to lose for you to win. And I know I'm being self-righteous here, but for whatever reason, morally, I'm like, I can't do that because, yeah, I'm doing great. If somebody else took a beating, it just doesn't seem right to me. And again, it comes back to how do you how do you avoid these things that are personally part of my my nature? Um, I just, as I said, since 2006, <laughs> the only way to go for me is silver. Uh, gold wasn't a big thing on my list. I like the idea that silver is always moving. Every piece of electronics in the world requires it. Gold can be hoarded. However, it can also be cashed in big when it, when it's going to be. And I love the thing about what you guys do with it. What I put into, into silver just to make sure that a, a little bit of money I have to put in there, that if there is going to be a change and silver is going to take off, that you guys can automatically liquidate my value of silver in a day and push it right into gold, kind of seeing what's going to get the biggest return. Uh, anyways, I, that's just kind of the 30,000 foot view and my final word on, on today's economic update. I'll let you close it out. Yeah, you know, what you just said, is it's a ratio trading strategy, which is why I'm putting 100% of people's assets into silver right now, because it's the safest asset in the world. I mean, it, it's phenomenal. I mean, when we're having a short squeeze going on when, when you hit, in silver, when you have Basel three rule change on June 28th, which is actually going to have the European Central Bank pushing up gold, we could go from growth to growth. I mean, what if you get a huge multiplier on, on silver during the short squeeze, right? Which is what happened the last time. And so it happens every time there's a short squeeze, the prices go through the roof. Then you lock in those profits and you roll them into gold. It's like, what? What if there's a what if there's a tripling event, right? And I'm just using numbers here. I'm not saying that this is going to happen. I'm using an example. What if there's a tripling in silver and you had ten thousand dollars that you invested in silver and it triples, right? Now you have thirty thousand. You take that and go into gold. If you would have gone into gold today, right, you would have had ten thousand dollars worth of gold. If you leverage silver to ride out the massive growth that we're seeing in silver and then go into gold later, it's like, oh my word. You just got $20,000 of the free gold, right? Because you leveraged, like, it didn't magically appear out of thin air. It, it, it was leveraging the faster-growing asset to get into gold, which is going to be more longstanding, especially with the rule change coming from, from Basel III. So, so we're, we're on the verge of, of inflation or implosion, Scott. This is how I'm going to end. So, so Greg Hunter wrote this article that I read um, this week where he was, he was quoting John Williams, founder of shadowstats.com. He said, the Federal Reserve has painted itself into such a tight corner with the economy that it really only has two choices. It comes down to inflation or implosion, right? So what happens to the financial system when the Fed stops printing massive amounts of money for stimulus and debt service? It will implode. No policymaker on the planet wants to be in charge if they do that So because they won't ever get reelected again. So implosion to me is out of the question. Therefore, inflation is coming. It, it, the Fed has painted itself into a corner of inflate or die, and they're not going to die. They're going to inflate. So the new inflation numbers just came out. Well, they have an official inflation at around 4.5%. That's the official inflation. I did my PhD dissertation where I, measured, I basically came up with a new methodology for measuring inflation. They, basically, the number is take official inflation, multiply it times 2.18, and that will give you the unofficial inflation, which puts it right around 10%, a little over 10%. John Williams at Shadow Stats uses a different methodology, but oddly enough, 
his comes out to the 10 to 11% range too. It's like, huh. So what does this mean? Inflation's exploding. It more than doubled over the last year. We're getting into dangerous territory where 10 to 11% inflation is, is not good because wages are not keeping up with it. So what that means is people who are sitting in cash, they're losing 10% a year. You have $100,000 sitting in cash because you don't want to participate in any market losses because you might be old or retired or whatever. You don't have a long time horizon to recoup losses, right? So you say, I'm just going to sit in cash. But if you're losing 10% a year after 10 years, you've lost 100% of the value. Of your your 100000 turns into nothing because of inflationary losses. The only way that you can counteract inflation is to have an asset that outpaces inflation. Right now, that's silver and gold. Silver hasn't always been the best investment. It wasn't the best investment a year ago. Maybe it's not going to be a year from now. But right now, for us to maximize our return, minimize our risk, take advantage of these trends, and actually grow faster than inflation, take advantage of these markets, and go from growth to growth, I'm telling everybody, go into silver right now. We'll ultimately roll that into gold and compound your wealth and then move forward from there. So this is these are simple strategies that we can do for people so they can thrive. You and I have talked about this numerous times, Scott. We weren't created to survive. We were created to thrive. And we can do that and help people and navigate this journey with them and let them know when it's time to buy, when it's time to sell, when it's time to reallocate, when it's time to get out of Dodge completely, right? We will let you know because we want to go on this journey with you. So in a nutshell, that's what we are letting people know. It's like, don't put your head in the sand. Don't walk in the spirit of fear. You weren't created to walk in the spirit of fear. You were created you know, to have wisdom and discernment and courage and boldness and do exactly what you and I are telling people to do and what you are shouting from the rooftops on your tour. Be courageous. Be bold. Walk with wisdom. Regain our freedoms, right? That's what it's all about. And that's what we're doing from the financial side of it as well. So so we don't have to be afraid. If you don't do anything, yeah, you should be afraid. But if you do do something, you don't have to. You can have a smile on your face because there are a lot of profits to be taken. I got to tell you, you're talking, I'm just thinking of the irony of all this. The irony is this. They're allowing me to use their weapons against them. They're, they're out there screwing the people, right? So, And I'm sharing with the people how they can counter that. By coming to Sovereign Advisors, doing smart things with their money, smarter than what they're doing. And then what's happening is it's protecting them and actually enriching them. And because you are bringing over to us the referrals from referral uh, uh, apparatus that we apply to this over to this side here, it's going to help me finance continuing this tour on and fighting this war. So inadvertently, I'm using their weapons against these criminals in government to go out there and alert the people around the nation. It's time to stand and fight, push back so we can bring it all down. That is a fun irony to me, my friend. (laughs) I love it. And I love funding your show. I love the revenue share because we got to get your voice out there to the masses. You're doing such a great job. And that's what I can do to to help you. And, And that's actually what what Street Fighter Nation is doing, right? When they call to protect their own finances, what they're actually doing is protecting your voice too so it can be heard far and wide. And so thank you, Scott, for everything that you're doing. Thank you for having me on. 
I, I love helping your people that call in. There's a lot of them. You are not kidding. It was drinking from a fire hose. You're, you're, everyone that listens to you is like calling. It's like, oh, my word. <laughs> this is like just a nonstop, relentless attack of the phone. And I'm loving it because we are helping so many people. And it's just awesome. It was so cool. You told me you had to go hire five new people. And I told you, I said, get ready. The Patriots Patriot Street Fighter Nation is going to come to your doorstep so hard and so fast. You're not going to know what to do. And now you found out who these people are. Uh, they're absolutely wonderful. It's, it's, it's amazing. I mean, I am hiring people out of retirement, people that trained me that were my mentors 25 years ago, because I don't trust very many people, right? You've got to have people that think like we do, people over profit, and those are hard to find. So we're finding them. And it's hard. I'm pulling people out of retirement who trained me, who mentored me in the business a couple decades ago. And, and you know what? We've got an amazing team. I am so blessed, brother. I like you. We are so blessed. And we have so much to be thankful for. And uh, we just, we're just, why are we blessed? Because we're helping people. And we view other people as more important than ourselves. I mean, people that, are, that have been longtime listeners of yours that are, and viewers that are calling me, Shout that from the rooftops, brother, that you care more about them than you do about your own safety, your own freedom, right? They, so good job. That's why we're blessed is because we care about other people. It's just God's universal law, right? It's like do unto others as you would have them do under you and watch what starts to happen. We can change the world one person at a time. There you are, folks. You heard it from Dr. Kirk Elliott of Sovereign Advisors. I told you, you, you were a special Patriot Street Fighters. You were a very special and powerful force. And you taught Dr. Kirk Elliott that <laughs> right at his front door. So, <laughs> sir, it's been a pleasure. As always, I'm going to try to try to keep an economic update coming in every week for the folks so they know what's, uh, what's really happening out there. I think it's important that we do that. Um, I'm going to continue to turn the screws on this operation out here on tour to make sure we do that. So thanks for taking the time, last minute rapid fire. I'm honored. So I'll say Dr. Kirk and Patriot Street Fighters over and out. See you, brother. Bye. Thank you for listening to Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. Every week, our goal is to increase your knowledge and help melt away any financial anxiety and stress that causes inaction. In any economy and with any presidential administration, there are things we can do to thrive and not just survive. Thanks for going on this journey with us. We look forward to our next time together on the next installment of Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. If you have any questions, call us at 720-605-3900 or simply email us at info at kirkelliottphd.com.